Do you know what sin is? Sin is disobeying God. God tells you in the Bible what you must do and what you must not do. But when you disobey God, that is called sin. In Romans 3.23 in the Bible, God tells us that all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. Does all mean everyone? It does. It means people who go to church? Yep. It means children? Yes, it does. Does it mean you and me? Yes. All means all. You and I are sinners, and that is a very serious problem because sin keeps you away from God. It will keep you out of heaven where God lives. But God sent his only son into the world. That is Jesus. Jesus became a man and lived on the earth for 33 years. Jesus never sinned, but he died on the cross and was punished by God for your sin. Christ died for our sins. Christ is another name for Jesus. He died for your sins. He did that to take the punishment for your sin. After Jesus died, he did not stay dead, but he came back to life on the third day after he died, and he is still alive today. He has the power to forgive your sin, but you must believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and you will be saved. Have you ever trusted in Jesus to save you from your sin? There are only two answers to that question, either yes or no. And it's a question for you to answer. Have you trusted Jesus to forgive your sin? Have you ever asked him to forgive you and make you his child? If you've never made that decision, then today can be the day when you do make that decision. The Bible says, believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and thou shalt be saved. Believe. That's all you have to do. Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ. Believe means to trust completely. Will you trust completely in Jesus that he died and rose again to take the punishment for your sin? The Bible says, if you believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, then you will be saved. Saved from the punishment of your sin. But it doesn't happen just on its own. You must believe so you can be saved from your sin. If you're ready to make that decision to believe on the Lord Jesus then you can tell him something like this and truly believe it. Dear Jesus, I have sinned and I am sorry. I believe you died and rose again. Please save me from my sin's punishment. Please change me on the inside to live your way with your help. In Jesus' name, amen. If you truly do believe on Jesus, then you will be saved from your sin's punishment. That's the most wonderful decision you can ever make, is to make your decision to believe on Jesus. When you believe on Jesus, he forgives your sin and he saves you from the punishment of your sin.
Do you know what secondhand means? Now, if I gave something to you that I had owned, then when I give it to you, that would be secondhand. Because a secondhand thing means that someone has owned it already. Someone has used it before. Today, we're going to meet Joash. And Joash had something else that was secondhand. And secondhand was no good. Very scary things happened to Joash when he was a baby. Joash's father was named Ahaziah. Ahaziah was another king of Judah. And Ahaziah was killed when Joash was a baby. The dead king's mother, Joash's grandmother, was determined that she would be queen. And she wanted to have the rest of the royal family killed so that she could be queen. The baby, Joash, was in great danger. He and the other princes were being kept in a secret place. Now, one of Joash's aunties, a brave lady, she discovered where they were. One day, when nobody was watching, Joash's auntie rescued him, and she took him to her bedroom, and she hid him there. It was a very narrow escape for this young prince, Joash, and he was still in danger. Now that lady, Joash's auntie, and her husband, they lived and worked in the temple. And the temple is where you worship God. Joash's uncle, right, the auntie's husband, he served God in the temple. They brought the young prince, Joash, to their own home, and they kept him hidden there from his grandmother who wanted him killed. It must have been very difficult to hide Joash and to keep him quiet, but they managed. They really loved Joash, and they cared for him as if he was their own son. They made sure that Joash learned about God. They did their very best for Joash, but they could not change his sinful heart. They could not make Joash believe in God. It's just the same for you and me. People might teach you about God. Maybe your parents send you to Sunday school so that you can learn about God. Maybe your parents pray with you every day. But they cannot take away your sin. They cannot make you believe in Jesus. That's your decision. You must be born into God's family. Joash needed to come to know God for himself. Joash needed to make his own decision to believe in God. And as Joash grew up with his aunt and uncle, Joash had second-hand faith. He was pretending to believe what his aunt and uncle believed. Second-hand faith is when you pretend to believe what others believe. Like maybe your parents believe in God, and you pretend like you believe in God too. That's second-hand faith. When you're pretending, when you act like you believe the same thing, but really... You haven't made your own decision to believe on Jesus. Secondhand faith is not good. It doesn't count. Joash had secondhand faith. He was pretending to believe what his aunt and uncle believed. It seemed like he believed the same thing they did. He acted the same way. But really, Joash did not know God. He had not made a decision to believe in God. I'm sure his aunt and uncle prayed that Joash would really come to believe in God and make that own personal decision for himself. 
Now Joash's uncle worked at the temple as a priest, and his uncle taught Joash and cared for him and even found time to work out an amazing plan. One day Joash's uncle sent a message throughout Judah and told all the leaders of the families to come to Jerusalem at the temple. And then he told them the king's son shall reign. They were going to crown Joash as king. Joash was seven years old. Now Joash's uncle knew it was a dangerous thing, so he organized the men into groups, and they were protecting. They were on guard. There was even a group of men who were guarding the young prince Joash as he was brought out into the temple. A crown was placed on his head, and he was anointed with oil, and everyone called out, Long live the king! Long live the king! Now remember Joash's grandmother? She wanted to be queen. She didn't want anybody else from the family to take over as king or queen. She wanted to be queen. And that's why she wanted everybody else in the royal family to be murdered. Well, the grandmother heard about what was happening, and she hurried to the temple to investigate. She could hardly believe her eyes. There, by the entrance to the temple, was Joash, and he had a crown on his head. Crowds of people were singing, and music was playing. There was a celebration going on. The queen was so angry. She was furious and horrified. She tore her royal robes, and she called out, Treason! Treason! The word treason means a crime. A crime when you go against your own country. Like when you want to overthrow the government and things like that. The queen called out that word, treason. But there were not too many people who were there to listen to the queen. And the queen was quickly arrested. She was taken out and she was put to death. Now seven-year-old Joash was king of Judah. He needed advice. So Joash asked his uncle to give him advice. Remember that Joash's uncle is the high priest, and he guided the king wisely. And we read in the Bible that Joash did what was right in the eyes of the Lord. Things changed for the better in Judah. The king ordered that the temple should be repaired. Outside of the temple, a big box was made. The people were ordered to put money they were going to give to the Lord in that box. It filled up every day. Every day, the priest had a royal servant empty the box. The money was used so that they could buy wood and stone to repair the temple and to pay the men who were working there. There was even enough to buy gold and silver dishes for the temple. It was a great day when the temple looked beautiful again. Sacrifices were made regularly as the Lord had commanded. The altars to Baal were torn down. Baal is one of those false gods that people would worship, kind of like an idol, not the one true God. But those altars to Baal, they weren't there anymore. They were torn down. Joash certainly did things right as he followed his uncle's advice, and it looked as if he trusted God. But his faith was a second-hand faith. And it wasn't his real faith at all. Joash had not made a personal decision to believe in God. Are you like Joash? 
Maybe you behave like a Christian and even talk like a Christian. Remember, a Christian is a person who believes on Jesus. Maybe you behave like how you see Christians behave. Maybe you go to church. And when people tell you to pray for something, maybe you tell them that you will pray for something. Maybe you know a lot about God. You might even read the Bible. But there's a big difference between knowing about God and knowing Him. I'm sure you might know a lot about maybe a famous sports person or maybe the mayor in your community or the chairman in your community. But have you ever met him? Do you know him? Have you ever visited him? Maybe you know about him. You know what job he has. You might know his name. You might know if he has a family. But do you actually know him personally? Have you ever met him and visited him? If you haven't met him and talked with him and get to know him, then you don't know him. You come to God when you realize that you have sinned against him and you are truly sorry. You must see that Jesus died to save you from sin and you must trust him to be your savior. There's a man named Paul and Paul wrote some books in the Bible. And Paul said, I know whom I have believed. And I want to ask you today, do you know who you have believed? It is only when you trust Jesus for yourself that you are truly knowing God. Anything else is secondhand faith, and it's no good, as we will soon see in the life of King Joash. Now, after a number of years, King Joash's uncle died when he was 130 years old. Other people began to advise the king, and Joash liked their ideas too. Now, Joash, because he did not personally believe in God, he had no faith in God. Things began to change, and it was getting bad for Judah. The king and the people turned back to idol worship. The temple was no longer as important. God sent messages to warn the king and the people but they would not listen. Now the uncle's son was named Zechariah, and Zechariah gave warnings that God would punish the people. But Joash didn't like Zechariah and wanted to silence him. Joash even told the people to stone Zechariah. And when I mention about stoning, well, I don't mean little stones. I mean big stones. In other words, Joash was telling the people to kill Zechariah, and that's what they did. Right outside of the temple, the people stoned Zechariah to death. Whoa. It's shocking to think that Joash wanted that person to die. That was his uncle's son. His uncle and aunt were the ones who had rescued him, and they had cared for him and given him advice. King Joash was showing what he was truly like. What sort of person are you like when your parents and your friends aren't around. Maybe you act totally different from how you act when your parents are around you. Maybe when you're with your parents, you do just like what they do because they're with you. But remember that everyone has a problem called sin. And when you choose to go your own way, that is called sin. You might fool your parents into thinking that you're a Christian, or you might fool your pastor, or your Sunday school teacher, or your teacher at school, or your friends. But you cannot fool God. 
God says, Man looks at the outward appearance, but the Lord looks at the heart. God knows if you've never trusted Jesus as your Savior. God knows if your faith is second hand. God wants to save you. He wants you to trust Him and to know Him. Maybe you realize you have secondhand faith, and that's no good. It's really important that you should know God for yourself. Joash did not, and his life went from bad to worse. Now imagine ordering the death of Zechariah. That's serious. For Joash to want his uncle's son to be killed? I'm sure that Zechariah had probably even lived in the same house as Joash at one time, just before the prophet Zechariah died. He said, May the Lord remember what you have done and make you answer for it. Oh, the Lord did act against Joash. He used the king of an enemy army, and they marched into Judah and attacked Jerusalem. And although that enemy army was small, God allowed it to defeat King Joash's army. The king's chief advisors were all killed. How could he get advice now? Joash decided to act quickly. He decided to take the valuable silver and gold cups and those other valuable things out of the temple and send them as a gift to the king of that enemy nation. Joash was thinking, maybe if I send him these valuable things, he might take his army out of Jerusalem. The king of the enemy army, he did take out his army from Jerusalem, but not before King Joash was seriously hurt and carried off the battlefield. The wounded king was lying in his bedroom when two of his servants came in, and they came in very sneakily. These two servants were angry at how King Joash had treated Zechariah. So the two servants killed King Joash. Do you think Joash's second-hand faith was any use to him when he died? No, it was not. It must have been so sad when King Joash died. The Lord Jesus warned that people who look like Christians and act like Christians, but really they are not Christians, those people could never be with God in heaven. God will have to say to people like that, I never knew you. God doesn't want you to be one of those people. He does not want you to have second-hand faith. God wants you to trust Jesus as your Savior. Will you come to him? Will you make the decision to truly know Jesus as your Savior? Jesus said, The one who comes to me, I will not cast out. If you come to Jesus and you ask him to forgive you and come into your life, he will. He will come into your life. He promises he'll not turn away from you. And then you will know God. You will be different from Joash who only knew about God. You can truly know God for yourself. And your faith will not be secondhand when you make a decision to come to God. Earlier, I talked about making the decision to believe on Jesus and how that is so important to make sure that you personally have made that decision to believe on Jesus. King Joash had second-hand faith, and maybe up to now, you have that same thing, second-hand faith, where you pretend to believe what your parents believe. But really, you have never made the decision to have that faith, to believe in God, 
to really, truly, personally know Him as your own Savior. If you've never made that decision, then you can do that today. You can come to God, and you don't have to have secondhand faith anymore. You can come to God and make the decision to know Him for yourself. Tell Jesus that you've sinned. Tell Him you believe He died for your sin and came alive again. Tell Him you want to know Him. Come to God, and He will forgive your sin. If you would like to read about King Joash from the Bible, you can read about it in Second Chronicles chapter 22, verse 10, all the way to Second Chronicles chapter 24, verse 27. That's 2 Chronicles chapter 22, verse 10, all the way to 2 Chronicles chapter 24, verse 27. That's all for this time. I'll see you next time. Bye.